I think. Are we ready? So this black lady online got mad at Chris, and, and she made a video against him, and she said, hey, you white man. <laughs> what did she say about you? She said that I misunderstood her uh, when I said that he thinks that black people should remain kind of ghetto and acting wild and out of control. Oh, yeah. Chris wanted to keep white pe- black people down <laughs> and, and together. They can act as, as they will or may, I should say, and a vote for the better alternative, the worst preferable, but to have a sort of secrecy to where it carries a morale in something like government. No, that wasn't the point, though. Uh, if you speak like a white person, oh. <laughs> good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. I can get to your questions and comments on our YouTube channel. So go to our YouTube and James will get them to me. How y'all doing again? Amazing. Good morning, everybody. Um, oh, let me tell you this. Some of you know knew Cheryl, right? The black lady that went to church here. And she aspired. She had a heart attack and all that good stuff. Well, apparently they had the funeral yesterday. The showing, yeah, the showing of the body, the way or the wick. The wake. Yesterday, I believe. Friday or No, Friday? you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the, the funeral they yesterday. Have, did they have the funeral yet? <clears throat> Let Irma out of my car. You don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, the viewing was a few days ago. I believe it was on uh, Thursday. Thursday. And the funeral was either yesterday or it's coming up this week. And it's for the, just for the family. Yesterday. The funeral is just for the family. So the reason we're not clear because apparently I got a call from the family the night before the wait. Right? We were just, I, I couldn't make it. Uh, apparently some of the ladies went. Did you go, Joel? No, I didn't go. Well, why do you know so much about it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew a few people who went. Why you didn't go? I was working. It was early. It was during work hours. Oh, yeah. So they had the funeral yesterday, I'm, I'm told. And uh, so may her, may she rest in peace. Another thing I want to say is that I was counseling with this woman this week, and for a long time, she'd been dating different men, looking for love. And and she was dating all kind of men because it wouldn't last. She would have sex with them and do all that, so it didn't last. And finally, she heard me say that to the ladies that what they were looking for was the love of a father and that the ladies should have a line that they don't cross 
or let anyone cross, right? And to go and forgive your mother and return to your father, you'll be fine. But when she heard it a couple of years ago, she didn't believe it. She's like, nobody hates their mother. Mama is God, right? And so she finally, after going through all these men, she finally went and forgave her mother and her father, and her life changed. She said all of a sudden the boy was gone, and she, it was, she was looking for a father's love, but she didn't know it. She didn't realize that she was trying to find that in the men, and she thought sex was love. And so her life changed just like that. And I'm hearing that a lot. So if you want to be free, you got to go and forgive. No way around it. Before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive your mothers and return to your fathers. Forgive your fathers. Otherwise, you would never know God. You'll know about him. You'll read about him. But it'll just be like knowing Martha to King. <laughs> it, won't, it won't bring you peace. You won't enter into the kingdom. So make sure you, if you want to be free, you got to go and forgive. You were born of the flesh, but now you, have, you must be born of the spirit of God. All right? So it was an amazing testimony. Yes, sir. Just to set the record straight, I just received a text that the wake was Friday, the funeral was Saturday, yesterday. Right. Cheryl. Oh, okay. Thank you. See, Cheryl, you didn't know what you're talking about. I said it was Friday, and you're like, no, no, no. So what? I said it was Friday. The wake was Friday. But I said the wake was Friday, so I need some credit. Thank you. All right. You can have some credit. Any questions or comments from anyone? Yes, James. A super chat from Guitari Hero. He asks, is it normal not to have any thoughts when doing the silent prayer? Sometimes you're going to have them. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes you have many. Sometimes you have few. Well, whatever is happening, you just observe it and don't try to control it. Whatever is happening, if you throw up or start shaking, it's just that the light of God is working on the darkness inside so just relax and let it pass, and you shall be free. But don't have an opinion about it. All right? One step at a time. Uh, any, any questions? No? Who's here for the first time? Amazing. And what's your name, and how did you hear about us? Uh, my name is Samega Jones. Samega Jones, I um, heard about you through my daughter, and I also seen some um, YouTube uh, videos. Oh, good. Any questions or disagreements or anything? Well, we'll get to that. I'd no. like to hear more. <laughs> now is the time. And, 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 and believe me, now is the time. And no arguments, no Black Lives Matter here, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever you want to ask or disagree with. Well, um, I'd like to say that um, I wasn't raised with my father. And Man, your daughter sounds just like you. If my eyes were closed, I would think it's her voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Go ahead. Um, I wasn't raised with my father in my home, but I was raised by my mother. Yeah. And um, for me, I don't have any hatred, like, towards my mom or my dad, for that fact. Although um, I, don't, I never had a relationship with him, but I never felt what most other people felt. Like, I know a lot of people be angry. They want to understand why. And um, things like that. And I do want to know why, but um, I don't have animosity. And I never right, felt right. that way, so. 
So while growing up, your mother made no mistakes that irritated you? Not that, let me say it. Not that I could think of. So I mean, other than just being a mom. She was perfect? Well, no one's perfect, but. When you say other than just being a mother, what do you mean? Um, for us um, having rules around the house, um, you know, discipline, basic discipline, things as such. So having a roof on the home and discipline you? Yeah. Um, did you love, were you close to your father as well? I'm sorry? Were you close to your father? Well, I wasn't raised with my father. Um, I was pretty much raised with a grandfather, but not a father. Did you know your father? Um, no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't know your father? No. And when you asked your mother about him, what would she say? Um, she would tell me very little about him. And why is that? Um, I'm not sure. I think probably because she probably um, don't want to tell the whole story for some reason. But yeah. no, she's So do you know where your father, you have an idea where he lived or anything? Um, I know of him. Like, I know his name. I know his identity. Um, I have seen him. But as far as, like, getting to know him, as far as talking to him, having a deep conversation or even a real conversation, no. Do you want to? I do. And why have you reached out to him? Um, I did. I tried to um, contact him maybe twice. And what happened? Um, he didn't want to talk. Oh, okay. Did he say why? No, he wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't even respond. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, when you... When you reached out to him, what did you say to him? Um, he wouldn't say anything. So Did you say, I just want to talk to you, see what happened? Or? Oh, okay, well, once I did um, call, uh, I talked to his daughter, and she was asking me, why did I wait so long to try to contact him? And my response was because um, I wanted to wait till everyone was mature enough, the mother, because sometimes... Um, both parents on each side don't get along, so I wanted to wait till everyone was mature, right. and um, and then she would know that my mother have nothing to do with me talking to my father. Right. And then she put my father on the phone, and when she put him on the phone, I said hello, and he wouldn't say anything. So um, she asked him. His other daughter asked him why wouldn't he respond. He never said anything, so he just walked away, and that was the end of the conversation. That's amazing. I'm sorry mm -hmm. to hear that. Mm -hmm. But forgive him anyway. Oh, I do. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that you can have peace. Mm -hmm. And so um, anything that you disagree with me about? Um, so far, no. Oh, okay. Right on. And any question? No, no. All right. Is this your first time? Uh, how did you, what's your name? Jessica. Oh, hold on a minute, I'm sorry. <laughs> what's your name? Jessica. Oh, hey, Jessica, I'm Jesse. <laughs> Jessica is the offspring of Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you hear about us? Uh, my cousin Joshua. Oh, right on. And any questions or disagreement about anything? Not yet. Not yet? Mm -hmm. Um... Have you seen any of the shows or listened to it? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. All right. Do you have anger? Yeah. You do? Yeah. And what are you angry about? Just how stuff pans out, but I believe everything happens for a reason, so I get angry for a second and then it goes away. 
So what now? I get angry for a second and then it goes away because I just don't like to let it hold me back. You get angry for a second and it goes away? Mm-hmm. Because you just, just take it for what it is and I just keep going oh, forward. Oh, I see. And then when something happens, it comes back? No. So it goes I'll away. I'll be level-headed about everything else, yeah. Oh, okay. So you never get angry. Once it's gone, you never get angry anymore at anyone? If it's a particular situation, yeah. Are you a Christian? I grew up uh, in a Christian home where, like, I was baptized as Catholic. Oh, I see. So yeah. you're Catholic? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I've gone to both churches just because of both sides of my family. Right on. Any question for me or disagreement? I'm sorry? Any questions or disagreements? No. Okay, I'm glad you're here. If something, if you have a question, let me know, all right? All right. Is this your first time? Yes. And what's your name? Maria. Maria. And how did you hear about us? My grandson. That's your grandson? Yes. What a mess, huh? <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I bet you're like, Lord, where did this one come from? Uh, uh, any questions or disagreements? Um, no. Uh, no. And I haven't seen, like, on your YouTube show, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if anything, any questions, then let me know, all right? Okay. Okay. Anybody else first time? This your first time? Right here. Oh, this your first time, too? Okay, I'll come back to you. Yes, sir. Your name? I'm Aaron, and this is my son, Sonny. Hey, Sonny. Where's Cher? <laughs> <laughs> Um, how did you hear about us? Through um, first through Colin Flaherty and uh, uh, Gavin McInnes has mentioned you fondly. Right on. So I, I listen to your podcast pretty much every day. Any questions or disagreements? No, sir. All right. Do you live here in LA? I live in uh, close to Joshua Tree. Oh, it's about three hours from here. So. It's nice down there, huh? It's it isn't right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you say it isn't, or it is right now. Oh yeah. But it tends to get pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, and what was the last thing you said? It tends to get pretty hot. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. In the summer. Right. Okay. <laughs> Any questions? No, sir. All right. How you doing, Sonny? Good. How old are you? Huh? How old are you? Eight. Eight. Any question? No. No? All right. Amazing. Well, if you have one, let me know, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, and your name, sir? Jacob. Jacob. And how did you hear about us? Um, the TV show in the Fallen State. Okay. Thank you for coming. Any question about anything? No, but I've heard you say something along the lines that always piqued my curiosity, that emotions are always connotated to weakness. Yes. So, but there's a form of emotion where you lash out and you act emotionally. And then there's a deeper emotion which inspires, at least myself, and then leads me to do things that I see as beneficial through inspiration. And it stems off of emotion. And, there's, and I don't understand what you're saying. So there's one that inspires you. Yes. And what do you mean by that? It's like a calling that sends you to do actions where you don't think about it, but it guides you. And then the other one does what? Well, I wouldn't know about the other one. Oh, I thought you said there were two different ones. Well, there are, as you see them through other people. There's emotions like 
that are based upon trying to help someone else or trying to help yourself and not so much just for the sake of it's natural. Have you overcome your anger? Yes. Oh, you have? You've, uh, as you grow, you're going to operate from logic. And logic just sees the right thing to do and it does it without having to feel good about it or not feel good. It's like a light onto your feet. And that's the one you want. Because emotion, uh, emotions come and go at all based on situations or if this works out for you or not. And you're up and down with emotion, but with logic, there is no up and down. I understand. Yeah. So are you doing the silent prayer? Um, I did it today, but for the, for the I wouldn't time? say I, I do it. No, I've done it several times, but I've never held steadfast to it. And why not? Um, I guess you tell yourself that you don't need it, but it really does. It slows you down, and it makes you more rational, Yeah. and it keeps you from living inside of your head and doing um, dramatic things. Yeah. Well, you're on your way. Be patient. Because you have to overcome all thoughts. No such thing as a true thought. Those that tell you good things are lying to you. Those that say bad things are lying to you. They're both lies. They build you up to let you down. So stay with the prayer. You'll be fine. And the, the, the purest truths that one could speak flow through you without you having to ponder it inside of your right. head. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming, man. My pleasure. All right. You had your hand? Yeah, I had a question. Okay. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. Can you miss something you don't want anymore? Can you miss something you don't want? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. I just saw something online um, that says you could miss it and not want it. And I couldn't really pinpoint what that it is. Can you miss something that you don't want? Yeah. It seemed fake to me, like a fake love thing. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. It was confusing. Maybe that know? came from one of those intellectuals. Yeah, it's like With new age spiritual garbage. Can you miss something that you don't want? I don't know what that means. It, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It had me confused, so I wanted to bring it up. But yeah, no. Don't. Right? I wouldn't think about that. Okay. It's insane. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. All right, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But there's What I want to do is get to the uh, biblical question for this week. Uh, what was the biblical question this week? Who, who remember? Oh, what was it? It was about, um, it was about uh, fasting and praying. Oh, and what was the question? Um, what is the purpose of fasting and praying? How many people here fast and pray? Oh, good. Nice. Let me see. Anybody over here fast and pray? Oh, good. Um, let me ask a young man in the back. What is the purpose of fasting and praying? Discipline and sacrifice, maybe. And what type of sacrifice? Of, like, potentially uh, just, you know, just things that you like to indulge in, that you're sacrificing that for that time period. And that's the purpose of fasting and praying? Yeah, like, for me, I fast from porn. Oh, well, thanks for telling us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Save that one for the men's meeting. So, sorry. Um, do you fast from food? Yes, sir. And why? Health reasons, mainly, to clean the, clean the, uh, the, the body. Oh, okay. All right. Who else fast? I'm surprised you guys don't fast and pray. There's three preachers. <laughs> Y'all don't fast and pray? Hold on one minute. Hold on. Right here. You guys don't fast and pray and you go out on the streets? Um, what kind of preaching we, yeah, is we this? Need to, we, need to, we need to fast. And, um, but you don't mainly fast when and I pray? fast before was just like for a detox, but not like... So what now? Like just a detox. Oh, that's why yeah. you would do it before? Yeah. Um, who told you to do it for that reason? Well, it was a, a group thing in church. The church just dedicated like six, what is it, how many weeks? Three weeks. Oh, um, you fast for three weeks? Yeah. With, with no food? Not, no, I, we, just had, we just did away with food that had um, like meats and anything that was a mother and had eyes. <laughs> no. and, and so you ate everything else? But, yeah, vegetables, fruits. And, oh, that ain't yeah. fasting. <laughs> Don't you supposed to not eat anything? Yeah. I remember we did a fast with the men group. We fast for a week, I think. And by the time Friday came, I was so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to get some ham hocks. I'm like, this is the last time I'm doing this. <laughs> All right. Uh, who else fast? Okay. Why do you do it? Okay, Jesse, I, I, I was here last week, I think a week and a half ago. From I Texas or somewhere? Yeah, I oh, came I back. Oh, I thought you went back. Come on, man, I came back. I came back to see you. I watch you, you every day. So you went back to Texas and then came back for this week? Yeah, I came no, back for this no, week. No, what do you wait I don't blame you, man. What you say? Do you fast? You, no, so this is, this is what I told you last time, right? I grew up as a Muslim, you know, under a Muslim household. Or uh, as you say, Allahu Akbar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whatever. Yeah, they did all that. <laughs> they do all that at the airport. Yeah, Jesse. Yeah. So look. Um, so anyway, I grew up under that, you know, that, 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 that guidelines because you grow up as your parents tell you, you know, when you grow up in a Muslim household. You say, okay, you know, I fast, and any household you grow up to, regardless who, yeah, who we are, that too, to fast well, but, and pray. right? But who, regardless who we are, we can't control the religion we're born into. Right. Nine times out of ten, the the religion you are is the religion that your parents are. So I get your point. So anyway, I grew up as you know as a Muslim, and my parents have forced me to fast. And it's like you a kid, and you know you want to eat at lunch, and I'm going to school with them, but Christians, you know, trying to thug it out and this and that, blah blah. So I'm like, you know, like that's weak. So I'm just like, so I start questioning religion. You know, that's when I start questioning the religion that you're born into. Because right. why do you have to stay the religion that you're born into? No, religion should be a choice. But ninety. 99% of people are going to stay the religion that they're born into. So, did, they, did, did, uh, did they try to kill you once you left the religion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm from Morocco, so it's uh, westernized. 
Oh, so okay. it's, it's way more westernized. But in my, you know, my mom's been out here for so long. But yeah, she she kicked me out the house. So I was out of the house by eighteen. Do you smoke pot? Do I do what? Smoke pot. Definitely, absolutely. And I know you're against that. So anyway, <laughs> whatever, you, Jesse, I know you're against that. You have you had any this morning? You said what? Did you smoke this morning? Well, I, I self-medicate every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so did you smoke some before coming here today? Well, you want me to lie to you? I did. For sure. Are you high now? Jesse, I'm high for life. Come on, man. So look, what a mess. Can, I, can I get back to it? Yeah. All right. So look, uh, I don't know how you feel about pot. I watch your podcast. Yeah. Okay. He on pot. You know what I'm saying? All right, whatever. We get it. Make a long story short because of time. Okay. Yeah. So you do you fast do and too, pray? So I got you. I just, what was that? Do you fast and pray? I do the silent prayer. Um, the thing about what I was getting to was the fact about fasting. And the thing about fasting for me was, you know, I would want to skip out and this and that. And, you know, as Islam, you can't eat there. I mean, you can't eat until the, uh, well, sunrise, you have to stop eating. Sunset, you can eat. Um, anyway, it, 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 at first I was like, you know, why is this and that? And I rebelled against it. And I don't do it no more. I don't practice that religion no more. Right. But I do appreciate that because you said, what does fasting mean to you? And fasting, what it does, it, what it means to me, it makes me appreciate the people in Africa and it makes me appreciate the people. But look, I know, I, I know what you're gonna say. Your rhetoric. I okay. see. Ain't you okay. coming from but, but I mean, uh, the people all around the world in poverty, and it makes you appreciate. Oh, okay. When I look back at it, it makes you appreciate the fact that you know you have all of these things like water, and we have all these things at our disposal. All right. You know, in '99. It's kind of hard because you high. It's hard to talk to you when you're high. Amazing. Well, you amazing. Know what? <laughs> what the? <laughs> but I appreciate it. Let your little high go down, and I'll come back to you. I'm not even high right now. Oh, yeah. I said I smoke every day. High. I said I smoked here. Okay. Well, I, saw, the, I sound high because I don't agree with you. No. <laughs> what is but it? let me come back to you in a minute. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, buddy. Respect. Uh, right here. What, you fast and pray? And, and Why? Well, I started when I got involved in pro-life movement activism, um, 40 Days for Life. That was kind of their organization. Their advice to the people who participate would be to fast and pray. And that means don't eat anything for a while? And uh, Their context was um, give up something during the 40-day prayer vigil. Oh, I see. And I evolved into it or grew into it, and so at the like, end of every year, I'll, I'll for six days, I won't. Only water. I'll do a six-day, no, just water-only fast. And did that help you in any way? It helped me see that um, all the things I put before God, before truth, because I was like, I, I started to just observe how much time I spent thinking about food and, and preparing the food and what I was going to eat and what I was going to go buy and all this stuff around food. I was like, wow, I spent a lot of time thinking about food. Um, and then... Then it, but it was, the deeper was like all the things you, uh, I put before God, you know, whether it, and so the, the, your question is the purpose of fasting is to say that there's nothing more important than God, even my own physical body and the food I eat. And so once that fast would be over, did you go back to food? Yeah. 
Oh, so it didn't do anything for you? I, I don't understand what you're saying there. Uh, did it, did it change you in your relationship with food? Um, it, well, it just made me more aware in the sense of how much I thought about food and, and then it made me more aware of the types of food I was eating. And but nothing else changed. You went back to that food once you did it. I, I've over the years I've changed my diet completely. So I, you know, dropped certain things that okay. I no longer consider healthy, or uh, just like became aware of, like why when, am I eating that? And when you pray, what do you pray for while fasting? Um, when I mentioned the back, I, it was during the pro-life activism stuff. It was praying for God to end abortion or God to convert. Um, oh, okay. the abortionist or God to help these women and men that were coming to the abortion facilities to actually see and realize that there was a living a being inside them created so in the image of God. do you still fast and pray? Um, I still do the annual six-day fast at the end of every year, and then I right now I've just been doing the silent prayer. So you fast at the end of the year? Yeah. Isn't it like the wrong time? Oh, that's Christmas and Thanksgiving. Actually, actually, it's the best time. So right after, so the 26th, 26th to New Year's, because you're cleaning out all that uh, garbage you ate over the last two months. All, all right. All that, sweet, all that sweet potato pie you've been eating. That seems like the wrong time because people baking everywhere and all that. Thank you. You fast and pray? Right here. You fast and pray? Yes. And, and why? They're both signs of uh, my relationship with God and, you know, worshiping Him. They're both, they're both uh, recommended in the Word, and so that's kind of the first reason why. There's a lot of other reasons on top of that. And where did you get those reasons from? Where? Uh-huh. Oh, just from Scripture, not from anything cultural or any people right. around me or any church or anything like that. And so you did it so that it would make your relationship better with God, you say? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, along the lines of what some other people are saying. It's, just, it's a sign of um, being willing to do without things of this world. So in order to pray, you have to set time aside from, you know, all the other things that we would rather do, like socialize or read or do entertainment or do our job or whatever when you have to stop and pray you got to spend time with god and when you fast uh it's the same thing you know people have said and you have said you make that idol out of food uh that uh doesn't really become clear to you until you fast you know until you do without it on purpose not like oh i forgot to eat lunch today and i got a headache you know that's not fasting right um doing it on purpose as a sign to show god that you're uh you are uh, more focused on him, and you're willing to do without the things of this world. You know, that's kind of what it's about for me. And so in the Bible, does it say that? That's the reason to fast and pray? Uh, yes. Well, there's a number of people in the Bible who fast, and there's I don't think it matters really what kind of fast that you do, what you do in terms of what kind of food you do without or what kind of food you're going to eat when you fast or how long you fast or don't fast. I don't think the New Testament specifies anything like that, but there's examples of people, certainly including Jesus, that go time without eating. Uh, you know, Jesus said go a time without eating? There's times when he did, and there's oh, times Jesus when... Jesus went without eating? Yeah. At times, okay. Yeah, yeah, he fasted. Okay. Yeah. Is, is that in the Bible that he went a time without eating? 
Yeah. And the reason I'm asking, this is fellowship, so relax, it's not a test. All right? Because we got all these things in our mind that been taught to us or nice little sayings that sound good. Because it's nice to go around saying, oh, I fast, you know. But you need to know why you're doing these things and not just because someone said it. All right. It's not a command in the Bible. It's not a command. Right. It doesn't say don't eat. You know, it doesn't say you must fast. It's not like that type of thing. It's just things that are written about that we can read and observe that happened. So it's nowhere in the Bible where it says don't eat when you do a fast? I don't think it, I don't think there's any command to not eat. There's not, I don't think there's any so where did that ins- idea come instruction. From? Where did like I said, people from? people do it in the Old and New Testament. Right. People have done it. People who are heroes, you know, people who are held up. Uh, that we should follow, um, but I don't think there's anywhere. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't know that there's anywhere that says that we're supposed. I to I haven't do seen it. it either. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a. So where did that? Oh, not. so like, so we got that from our heroes in the Bible that you shouldn't eat when you fast. We. I don't know what the we is. But, you know, For me personally, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and also I think it's, like I said, it's just re- been revealed to me that I have, and other people have said this, I've made an idol out of food at times, you know. I've put too much f- concentration and focus on the importance of that, and when I've put that down, just like I've put down many other things in my life, I grow closer to the Lord through that, and he reveals things to me during How often do you fast now when you do it? I mean, once a year? Yeah, a couple times a year, you know, maybe just maybe just for a day. You oh, know, okay. I'll go without food, you know, just I don't do it on a regular you know, type of schedule or whatnot, but usually once or twice a year. Sometime around around this time of year, around Easter, I think about it because I, you know, I think about uh, you know what the Lord did for us and what He was willing to do without. And I figure, right figure I could do like that a little bit. Okay. Big Bob, do you fast? Big Bob don't look like he fast, does he? <laughs> Only time I fasted was you know physical for you know getting ready for sports at the time or to lose weight. That was the only time I fasted. So you did it just to lose weight? Yeah. And do you pray while you're fasting? I didn't, no. Oh, okay. No. All right. Um, but I do have something about it. I, I see the fasting is similar to the uh, baptism, being baptized. Like, it's a symbol. What do you and mean? Not necessarily that you have to do it, but um, but you could do it. You know, like, because of the spirit. Oh, okay. You know, like that, that's what I think. All right. Amazing. Um, it, right here. And then here. I think I saw another hand. So, oh, back there. Okay. Okay. I'm a Christian. And I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So I have a lot of experience that I have experienced. And I do understand what fasting is. Fasting is a spiritual warfare. It's fighting in the spirit realm. And when fighting in spirit realm, you are afflicting your body, which means you are telling God that you want something really sincerely. And you're fasting to break yokes, strongholds, and different things in the spirit realm. Is that in the Bible? Yes. That when you're fasting and praying, you're doing it to uh, break yoke, and it's in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. So do you fast sometimes? I fast, yes. And for how long do you do it? Ooh, um, there's uh-huh. been times when I have fast for probably a, almost a month, and right. then 
um, in the process of doing that, my body began to uh, want that. It becomes, it began to become like a craving. Yeah. And as it become a craving, um, you grow stronger. And as you grow stronger, um, your body begin to um, know how to go into that spiritual combat. And so when you're fasting with food, are you praying as well? Yes. And what do you say when you pray? What are you praying for? Well, me personally, um, I first um, praise God. I first give him adoration um, to tell him how wonderful and what I think of him. And after doing that, then I um, tell God what I'm fasting for. I tell him what um, I'm asking him to do. And and those are pretty much breaking yokes, addictions. Um, like if you have addiction, you have something that you constantly doing and you can't um, prevent yourself from doing it. And, and it don't have to either be just you alone. It could also be for someone else. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, yes, sir. Interesting. Right here. Fasting and praying. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so I do know that Jesus did mention it when he, when he had his disciples going around and they were trying to... Um, like cast out demons, and I know that Jesus said, um, you, you know, he, the disciples went out and they were like trying to cast out the demons in the name of the Lord, and um, and when they came back to him and they said, hey Jesus, like we tried to do what you were talking to, to us about with with this guy, but like it didn't work, and Jesus said, this one comes out with praying and fasting, and I think that that's where all that comes from, but like so many other things, like. Uh, we just get kind of... So Jesus told the disciples that this one spirit would come out with fasting and praying? Yeah. And what did he mean by that? Do you fast and pray? I I don't... I, I used to be all into that, and um, but it... <laughs> but looking back, it never really... I just go back into the same old thing. All right. And um, so I don't really think that Jesus meant it like how... People are saying it like, go this long without eating. Go, you know what I mean? Like there's all these kinds of rules that people just What do you think he about. meant when he said this one demon, you need to fast and pray to get him out? I think he meant it's if um, it's like what we what we talk about here, like what, whether uh, it is a spiritual battle. It is the good versus evil. And it's also within us. And it's very subtle. And uh, we don't realize the uh, the influence that Satan has over us until we overcome it, and so I believe Jesus w- was just was meaning um, to to fast and pray is just to to overcome the 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 evil spirit. So why don't you do it now? Why don't I do it now? I believe you just do it once, and that's it. So once you oh, just one time in life. That's that's what I oh I see. Think. Yeah, and so when you were doing it. Did that work for you? I didn't do it like that per se. Like, uh, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, I'm praying and fasting when I'm overcoming. Um, I just, it just, it just happened. And I, I believe that it's just um, seeking, like, uh, like the whole being in, in being able to, uh, like, fast. 
It's like really being on the edge of seeking and, and finding God. And that's the whole, that to me, that's the purpose of doing it, okay. is to find God. Amazing. And to be in the right spirit. Is it a fun, is this a fun conversation? Because I want, we need to have the, Jesus said, think on these things, right? Because I noticed in the secular world and in the Christian world, people are like robots. They're just doing it because somebody said it. And they don't know the real reason why they do it. And then if it doesn't work, they make up excuses. Oh, whatever, right? They make up excuses rather than asking God to show them. So, and that's why we're losing families, we're losing the country, the races are divided, the children of the lie now control the Christians and everybody. Christians think like the children of the lie. They think just like the children of Satan. They don't, and we're supposed to be different in our communication and in the way we see things because we're supposed to be the light of the world. But if you think like these people and act like them, you're not the light of the world. And that's why everything's going downhill. So you got to get to know yourself so that you can see what's real and what's not. So that's what I'm asking. Let me, yes, right here. Do you, do you fast and pray? I have in the past, yes. And why? Um, I, the first time I fasted um, was because I was going to face someone that I was struggling with, and I decided... You were going to face someone? Yeah, like talk to a person. And so you didn't eat? So I ended up fasting for that particular event, you could say. So you were going to have an event, uh-huh. and you decided, well, I'm going to fast and pray for this event. Right. It was very important to me, and I guess I wanted to um, deal with it and, well. And, and how did it go? Um, I think it went well. I had the strength to face whatever I was facing, and I didn't give in to whatever I was struggling. Right. Um, and the reason I did it was because of the events, specifically in the Old Testament. There's, I think the lady was referring to a spiritual warfare um, with Daniel. He was living in Babylon, if I'm not mistaken, and he was, like, fasting and praying for, I think, a month. And the angel ended up showing up to him saying that, you know, because of his prayer and his, I, again, I'm, 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 you know, putting it in my own words, but right. um, um, according to that, he was able to defeat, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the prince of Persia, some like demonic entity or something. Who told you sense. that you should fast and pray in life? Um, I, grew, I grew up, my family, my family, family grew up, right? But I never did it because I didn't believe in it. So what you did that one time for this event? I did it because I had surrendered during that year, um, my life to, to Jesus. I grew up in, I grew up with believing family, you could say, and they practice those things like fasting. And when we fasted, it was only water. So it would be like no eating for, for a oh, couple of days. Oh, you would drink water, but you wouldn't eat food. So yeah. So for, for me, that long? was like legit fasting. Huh? Me personally, I only was able to do it for one day. I have <laughs> done it for two days. But- right. <laughs> But I would like to do it again. My goal is three days. It's hard. You want to do it for three days? Yeah. You want to go without food for three days? Only water, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Why, why the water? Because, well, yeah, because, well, that's the only way I can do it. I couldn't do it without <laughs> water. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Um, yes, sir. This is about the fasting. Okay, let me just see what you want, and then I'll come. 
So just relax. This is a fun conversation. It's not a test. You can't fail. It's just fellowship. All right? Okay. Yeah, to your point about why a lot of people do it in terms of uh, wanting to kind of look good or fit the mold or, or do what people think is right, Jesus actually spoke a little bit on that. Um, he, uh, I don't remember exactly his words, but he said, you know, when you're fasting, you know, don't do it like you're in pain, like you're sacrificing and right. you want people to see, you know, how hard you're trying to be a Christian. You know, he makes that point. Don't do that. If you do that, God's not going to recognize that. If you do it in private and you do it, people don't see that you're doing it. You do it as a form of worship. He'll reward you for that. Uh, okay. Some, some, some version of that. Some, you know. That's in the Bible like that? Yeah. Yeah. And he says a lot of things like that in okay. the Bible about how we shouldn't be doing things just so other people can see it and, and tell us we did a good job, but do things in private that the Lord can see. Right on. Okay. Um, yes, right here. Interesting. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I think there's a lot of reasons. Do you fast and pray first? Uh, I have done it. You have? And why did you do it when you did it? Uh, I was trying you to fast and pray. Well, I, I would fast, and yeah, I would pray to kind of like endure the pain of fasting. Like so you were like, Lord, help me through this one? I would just do silent prayer. You know, at the time I was just kind of meditating. I, I, you know, I didn't know really about the silent prayer. I mean, I was starting to kind of get into it, and it helped me uh, get through the fasting. But yes. I didn't fast like no food at all. I would just basically... During oh, the, so you ate some food? Yeah, but like basically what you night. do is fasting. Like, fasting, man. Well, that's the thing. Fasting doesn't mean starving yourself. It means like you can't eat uh, after sunrise or before sunset. So how did you fast? So you can basically you can eat breakfast, early breakfast or in a late dinner. Well, and just not eat anything. That ain't in fasting. Sunset. That's you, just skipping you lunch. You sleep from midnight to the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. And the reason, and there's a historical <laughs> reason for that. And that's because, like, in, in times when the Bible was written, people were really poor, and agriculture was, you know, only working so out. So yeah. you would eat breakfast, yeah. and then you would eat dinner, and then you would fast through the night. That ain't fast. <laughs> but that's, technically, that is what I it is. I do that like, anyway. In the, in the Muslim religion, that's <laughs> how they fast. The? <laughs> yeah, and there's a reason for that. It was to save food, because they didn't have a lot of money, and the crops weren't grown during the winter. So that's why he was saying during the winter well, is a good time to do it. not supposed to eat anything but breakfast and dinner anyway. Yeah. No, no, absolutely right, because it's like when you don't eat, <laughs> when you, uh, when you like, not well, starve not yourself. But that's buddy. But that's what the Muslims say. That that's, you don't, Who you said don't, that? In the, in the Muslim religion, you Were fast. Were you a Muslim fasting. at one time? No, 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 no. But, I mean, as far as my understanding of what fasting means, it means... You, you can eat before sunrise and after sunset. You just can't eat in, in that time period. That's what I was told that fasting actually means. Yeah. Now, there's like the detox diet where you only drink water with lemon juice in it and you don't eat for like a month. But that's not fasting. That's just starting yourself. so you were eating breakfast and dinner because yeah. they didn't have any it food worked, in though. Africa. It worked. But it worked because... It, it helped me focus better. It helped me get busy on things that I wanted, that I needed to work on, and oh, okay. it helps me stay busy without thinking about what's the next thing I'm going to eat. Okay. You know, so it helped curb my hunger, and I actually lost a lot of weight, and I, I, I uh, a lot of productivity. You know, I was a lot more productive right during that time. So. All right. And I, I, I do recommend doing it during the winter time because the days are shorter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hurry up and have breakfast. Uh, did you have your hand? Okay. And then we're going to move on. <laughs> this is so... It, Daniel, you don't fast and pray? No. <laughs> Too 
Yes, you fast and pray? Praying, when we go on the streets, I do pray before I leave the household. How know, about fasting? Was, um, fasting, um, we were going to try the 21-day the Daniel fast with the church. So we had went to, um, I took my dad with me, and we, had, we all went to a vegan restaurant um, to see our vegan place that sold vegan food because they were going to fast, you know, using the vegan food for the uh, the 21-day Daniel fast. So my dad wasn't doing the fast, and there was a Tommy's Burgers, but I was fasting for like two or three days. <laughs> so my dad goes, take me to Tommy's Burgers. And I says, okay, all right, uh, but I, I can't order nothing because I'm on the fast, right? So I ordered my dad a, you know, a, a chili burger, and he got fries, and he got a Coke. And after two or three bites as he was eating that chili burger, I caved. I, I literally uh, caved. But... I, yeah. And I want to be honest with myself. I did cave. <laughs> What? Yeah, you don't go to Tommy Burger for your daddy. <laughs> what a mess! You're like, Lord, forgive me for this one. <laughs> your wife just look at you like, did you really say that? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, the whole motive behind it too is you want to put your body under your flesh under subjection so you don't your body is not telling you what to do so basically you uh when you fast i i fa- i can go a day without eating i've done it and for some for someone else that needed the prayer and 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 i did and it's it it wasn't is i can do it i can go a day without eating not drinking water either it's not hard oh okay but yeah um, if you have a purpose while you're doing it i think you get more inspired to do it so you can go one day without eating and drinking? Yeah. I, I've done that. Okay. All right. Amazing. Um, Mary, do you fast? Have you ever fasted and prayed? Yes, I have. And why did you do it? To be more aware and to just be in the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. And did it work? Absolutely. And when you were praying, what did you pray for? I didn't really pray for anything. You just want to see what's what what there is that you should be doing more than praying because I'm not I can't be looking for something. I have to be just trying to seek and see what I should should be doing. How long did you do it for? Oh, I fasted, you know, more than 20 days. You fasted for more than 20 days at the same time? Oh, yeah. Like you went more than 20 days? Yeah. What the? Yeah, I mean, I fast periodically, so I'll sometimes do three days, seven days, 15 so, days, 20 days, 20 food more. Food and water or just food? Uh, water. You want to use water. So what now? You have to have water. Oh, so <laughs> just you fast away from, with food but not water. Right. Oh, okay. And, you know, no coffee, no, di- you know, all right. stuff like that. You just want to. Water fuels you up, right? Well, yes. <laughs> Did you have your hand? Oh, okay. Um, can you uh, pull up Matthew nine fourteen for me? Uh, Matthew nine fourteen through fifteen. And Ermis, can you pull up Matthew two for me? <laughs> Who go to church without the word? Can you pull up Matthew two for me? Verse 18 through 20. What? what? Oh, I thought someone said something. Do you have it? 
Okay. Uh, so read 14 through 15. You're going to have to translate this, Jesse, since you uh, brought it up. This is a tough one. This is a tough one? Well, there's parts of this passage that are, you know, very cryptic. But anyway. uh, I just happened to run up on I had no idea this was even in the Bible. That's why I came up with what is the purpose of fasting and praying. I've never heard a preacher preach on it or anything. I didn't even know it was in the Bible. To be honest with you. Yes, go ahead. 14 and 15? Yes. 14 through 15. Then John's disciples came and asked him, Jesus, how is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. Isn't that deep? Y'all like, I don't know what it means. <laughs> Read it again. This is so deep. No one of the other preachers left it out. Okay, hold on. Let me just finish this and I'll come to you. Okay. John's disciples asked Jesus, How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? He said, How can the guest of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. Isn't that deep? <laughs> I told you you got to translate. <laughs> uh, so we last is not a test, all right? We are fellowshipping. Did you find the other one? And I'll come back to it. Uh, yeah, let's see here. No, sorry. Mark 2, 18 through 20. Yeah, sorry about that. Yes, what's your question why she's looking for it? Okay, so... Appreciate it, uh, uh, So, So my question for you is, um, so like I said, right, um, you know how, you, you know, monotheistic religion is fairly new. You know, like you had the Romans, you had such and such. So my first question to you is, what do you believe happens to the people with well my only question is i'm the type of person that i don't confine myself into a religion i believe in god i believe that there is one god right absolutely right and i believe in as long as the positive overwhelmingly outweighs the negative then i don't have to confine myself to any monotheistic religion as long as i believe in one god so my question to you is what do you feel like happened to the people before monotheistic religions, and where did they go? Where, but what do you feel like happened to them since they had many? You know, the Romans had different gods, and I mean, monotheistic religion is fairly new. In the first monotheistic religion, one god what religion. What does monotheistic mean? Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm, uh, hey, I'm black. Uh, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Jesse, I got you. I got English. you. I got you. You, you black, you black, <laughs> and you slow. Right. You black, and you slow. I got so you. So ask me All a right. simple question. One god religion. <laughs> one look. One god religion. Okay, that's what monotheistic means. Is one, one God religion? Yeah, one God religion, oh, okay. right? So Judaism was the first, Christianity was second. So you want to know where did those people go? Yeah, what do you what do you think? I did have did no they go idea. to hell in a handbasket? I have no idea. They, amazing. Yeah. All right. Oh, good question. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to go to church high. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. 
Irma, can you pull up? And then just the last one. Uh, maybe the last one. On your phone, are you able to pull up the Bible? On your, uh, uh, Luke 5, 33 through 35. You found it? Mm-hmm. 18 through 20. Hold the mic for her, Joel. That way she can. And the disciples of John and of the Pharisees used to fast. And they came and said unto him, Why do the Pharisees of John and of the Pharisees fast? And, the, and thy disciples fast not. And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride's tra- chamber fast while the bridegroom is with him? With them, as long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall they fast in those days. Isn't that deep? Isn't that deep? Oh. What does that mean to you? Well, this particular story was talking about, um, it was talking about, because at one point Jesus was walking with them. So they had all that they need walking and talking with them was Jesus in the flesh. So um, he was saying to them that the day will come when he would no longer be with them. So when he no longer would be with them, he was going to send the comforter, which is the spirit of the Lord, to be with them. But in this time, he was saying that um, the bridegroom, which is the church, the people of God, they're going to have to fast. So the bridegroom mm-hmm. is, is the church? Women. Yeah. No, the brides. No, the. Um, Jesus is the. Um, my mama. I was getting mixed up. We are fellowshipping. Okay. Yeah, no. It's the, the bridegroom, the church. Well, one of them is a man. I forget which one it is, but. Jesus is the um, the groom, right? Jesus is the bri- bridegroom. Yeah, and the church is the bride. Jesus is the bridegroom. Yeah. Okay. He's the bridegroom, and the church is the bride. Did y'all know that Jesus was called the bridegroom? Groom. <laughs> Anybody have heard that before? Oh, okay. Because I was talking to some Christians about this, and they're like, "Where do you get that word bridegroom? That's the old-fashioned word." Jesus wasn't no bridegroom. <laughs> but anyway, I'll come back to that. Okay, Hermes. Uh, Luke 5, 33 through 35. Is that right? Yeah. Right. This is so good. It blew my mind. The one thing I want y'all to know about Christianity, you've been brainwashed. You've been totally brainwashed by the intellectuals, by the teachers, of the Bible, the Pharisees. And that's why life has been so hard for you. For all of us, until we wake up, right? Christianity is an amazing religion. It's the best religion on earth. And when you really live by it, you're guided by it, life is so easy and amazing and deep and you will see how much God loves you and it's nothing like what you've been taught. That's why God said Oh, Jesus said, let no man teach you. You're not supposed to have a teacher. Otherwise, it'll take you right to hell in a handbasket. All right? Okay. Same one you had someone else read. That's the same one? Yeah. 
Who did I have read Luke? Same story. Same story. Same. I ask you all that. Okay. <laughs> all right. What the? So, <laughs> Luke 5, uh, 33 through 35. Uh, they said to him, John, they said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees. But yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Jesus answered, can you make friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the kingdom, when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days, they will fast. Okay. What do you think about that? Oh, he's helping them patient. Okay. Um, Anybody have anything about that so far? Okay. Let me take you first, and then I come to you. right here. Here, this. Yeah. Um, I think I was going to ask you a question about that actually before you brought that verse up because to me that seems like it's saying we don't need to fast if we have Jesus with us. Then the fasting is just an external thing that you can do it if you want to. And I used to do it because I thought it brought me closer to God, but it didn't work. I rest my case. <laughs> Absolutely. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> You're right about that. If God, is, if the bridegroom is with you, why do you need to fast? You only need to fast. That's why they were asking him, asking Jesus, like, you know what? I noticed that we fast and pray, but the guys that are hanging out with you don't fast and pray. What's going on here? Why do we have to do it, but they don't have to do it? And like the young lady read, when the bridegroom is with you, which is Christ, right? Why do you need to pray? You have everything right there. You only pray when you lose sight of him and you're trying to find your way back. Then you need to fast and pray. But if he's with you, why do you need to fast? You have everything. Nothing is missing. You think maybe he was talking about his death it was coming up and the disciples were going to have to go those three days without him being there? Exactly. That was the time to fast. Yeah. And then... But, and so when you, as Mary mentioned somewhat, that when you're in the presence of God, God is with you. You have everything. Nothing is missing. So what are you fasting and praying for? And if you know, if you pay attention to yourself, you're going to see that when you're present with God, nothing is missing. You have perfect peace. Life is working. You're overcoming situations. Nothing is missing. It's only when you go into darkness of your imagination or you get angry and overreact to something. Now you're in darkness. Now you feel like you need to pray because the bridegroom is not with you. To find your way back to, to him. Somebody asked Jesus, "Why don't you fast and pray?" He like, "What do I need to do? What did I do wrong? <laughs> what do I need to be fast and praying for? What did I? What am I guilty of? Or what? Who defeated me that I need to be fasting and praying?" And that's something. And it's all in the New Testament. I've never heard it before. Though. Nobody ever explained it that way. When you're born again of God, you have everything already. You need to fast and pray when something is missing. And that's why this fast and prayer thing ain't working. Because the people don't understand why they, they're doing it or if they should do it. That is amazing. Can I ask you one more question on that? Yeah. Do you think, though, that we need, because you talk about food and the other bad word that we don't say in church about sex. Um, that <laughs> I know that uh, I decided it wasn't so bad after I it's started not talking. That bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but do you think that we need to do that to break our dependence on it? Because I noticed when I did fast that I didn't get that hangry feeling anymore when I was hungry and I'd get angry because I was neat. I thought I had to have food. And so by, once I broke that dependency, I realized, oh, I can be hungry and it's no big deal. So do you think we need to do that and the same with the other thing in order to... But the anger stinging. came back, though, right? It didn't leave. No, it didn't leave. Right. But, but the dependency But when you're born again of God, anger leaves. You don't have it at all because sure. it's an evil spirit. And anyone who has any anger, Satan is her daddy. But once you go and forgive, and God forgive you, you don't have that spirit inside of you anymore. So it won't come back. It can't come back. Gotcha. Yeah, because once you're born of God, that's it. So we don't need to break our dependency on food then. Like, like you wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I'm just asking, like, do, like, because I think that God gave us things to do because they were good for us, right? And he saw that, yes, if you abstain from these things that you really enjoy, it actually, it's good for you to do it. Like, there's inherent benefits in it. But once you walk in the light of God, you're aware of what you're doing. It's going to change anyway. Mm. The awareness of it, the light of it changes it. That's why salvation is of the heart. Who phone was this? I don't know. Did he run out? No, I think it's up in the front row somewhere. <coughs> Who phone going off? <laughs> the heel phone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Um, who, did anyone in here know that that was in the Bible like that? Anybody ever read that before? You knew that was in the Bible? I had read it, but... I oh, hold on a minute. I had read it, but I never understood it. I'm like, what? The bridegroom? What? The party? What? I, when I understood it, I asked some Christians about it, because I knew I was going to make it a biblical. And these people know the Bible. Like, not even going north. But they never heard of a bridegroom. Jesus called bridegroom, right? They're like, oh, that's an old-fashioned word. Where do you get that from? I'm like, it's in the Bible. It's in the word. And so when the bridegroom is with you, you have everything. Why do you need to fast and pray? It's only for those who are in darkness and they're trying to find their way. Yes, Mary. And oh I, I gotta read one more. Well, I wanted to say that the technically when Jesus was taken from us. He, he's the bridegroom, and he was physically taken away. I mean, he came back in spirit, but he didn't come back in the flesh. So we do want to remember that. In other words, when, remember what? Well, we want to remember that he was with us, and he was taken from us. And when we feel, when, whenever I feel lost or with Throw that oh, out of here. Take that phone. Whenever Take I feel that phone like, from your mama. <laughs> no, but. Whenever I feel like I've, you know, sometimes you feel like. Oh, I know how it is. I don't know how to make my eyes happen either. Okay. <laughs> kind of lost your way or you're needing to pray. You're looking for that again so you can fast. There's nothing wrong with fasting. It's a, it's a, it's a well, I don't understand up. the point you're making, Mary. Well, the point is that the bridegroom, remember he was the bridegroom, right? He was with us. And he was taken away. So is, is he with us once we return back to him? Is he with us? 
Yeah, he's with us in spirit. Yeah, they're all the way you can be with us. Yeah, right, he's with us in spirit. But I mean, you sometimes our our flesh is weak, our spirit gets lost. And well, how if he's with you, and you know that, how do your spirit get weak and your flesh get lost? The mental. Just, just relax. It's not a test. No, I know. It's Everybody just relax. The mental, I'm sorry. Um, just a, like sometimes in the morning I wake up and I think, why, why am I still here? You say what now? Why am I still alive? What What's my purpose? Why are you still alive? What, yeah, what's my purpose? You thought what? you should have woke up dead. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but Why am I still alive? No, but you wake up. I took some poison last night. No, but you wake <laughs> Waking up, and when you wake up in the morning, it's like a new day, a new beginning, a new experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So sometimes I just wonder, you know, so Look, I, I it's, don't know. it's no right this is a test because we've been brainwashed. We've been the preachers are Pharisees. They have been lying to us. They have made you think one thing and that's why you think God is something that he's not. It's so simple, it's so easy, it's so amazing when you really find him for yourself. Life is really, really easy. And you'll be surprised how he build the foundation within you. The heart has to change first, though. And it can change at the twinkling of an eye. You could be born again just like that. And then the rest is easy. Okay. But there's still nothing wrong with fasting, right? <laughs> if the bridegroom is not with you, you better fast. Yeah. Um, yes, ma'am. Just to add what Mary was saying, I believe in Jesus because I believe he's going to come back. Yes, he's with us in spirit, but he is... You believe Jesus is going to come back? Yes, I believe I he's I had this sitting. conversation with someone at the gym on Friday. You don't believe he has already returned? I'm... What do you mean returned? I know like, he Come came. back. <laughs> I know he can't... He was born through Mary, right? So he has his... You know, X chromosome of Mary, and I believe the Y chromosome of God. But um, I, I truly do believe that He died and rose on the third day, and He's currently sitting on the right hand of the Father. Um, I do have Him in spirit, of course, right? You know, the Helper, so Jesus the is Holy inside spirit. of you in spirit. The Holy Spirit. So you think the Holy Spirit is Jesus? That's the Comforter that He promised us. Yes. So you think Jesus is the Holy Spirit? It's part of him. It's the comforter that he told that he promised to send us. And so you think Jesus is the Holy Spirit? No. I guess no. No, it's not a test. I'm just, we're just fellowship. No, 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 I you may be right. But to answer your question, no, Jesus is not necessarily equal to the to the Holy Spirit. Um so do you believe Jesus with you? His Holy Spirit is in me, but Jesus himself it's is flesh is flesh at the same time. He's spirit and flesh. We're men, right, are made in his image, like physically. So do you believe Jesus is with you right now? No. Okay. So inside of you, who is there? The Holy Spirit. By himself? Sure. 
Okay. <laughs> what? Why that? It's not a test. So I, yeah, so I believe that he's going to return. He's going to return because the world is going just Are you waiting for worse. him? No, I'm still It's it's pretty interesting because when it came You're not waiting for him? No, I used to perhaps, right? So Jesus coming, you ain't waiting. Why? <laughs> what the? But, but 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 not waiting like I'm not going to live my life, you know, I'm going to keep seeking like in the heavens. I mean, I'm still going to leave live my life as an example, right? But I do also believe that he will return one day, perhaps not in my lifetime, Why do perhaps you in that? thousands of years. Do y'all realize how long Jesus has been coming? <laughs> Ever since man been on earth, they said Jesus is coming back, because right? Because there is... And yet the earth keeps happening, folks keep killing each other. And that, exactly what you're saying is what's written in scripture, that people will make fun of those that still are saying, oh yeah, you know, where is he? He's been saying it for all these thousands of years. Right. But that's the reason why I believe in Jesus Christ, because he will be coming one day. What was missing in my life as a Christian was forgiving my parents, forgiving this whole, you know, that, that was what was missing in my life. But I still believe that Jesus will come back because Adam and Eve I'm were I'm not saying were, he's not or he is. I'm just I understand, listening. but I'm just okay. explaining to you what I believe, right? Like Adam and Eve were created and, you know, lived in this perfect world with God, and I believe that God has that for us, and it will happen when Jesus comes back. Okay. Yeah. But you don't believe Jesus with you now. You don't believe he has already come at all. No, because from what I understand, right, he's separate from God, right? He's something, it's Jesus. He, he's made in the image of, of, of man. So okay. I have his Holy Spirit, right? That's why the Christians have this whole concept of the Trinity. But Jesus Christ, he's king, and he will be ruling one day the world. And when he comes back, when he's going, oh, you say you're going to rule the, the yes, world? Yes, he's going okay. to show humanity how it's supposed to be done and what are we supposed to do in the meantime well we we keep living we fight for the right things right i mean we don't give up right, right. um yeah okay yeah good amazing Esteban, you believe jesus is coming back as well it's hard to tell because like during the dark ages when they were killing christians and stuff this they said oh it's really bad christ is coming back but it never happened back then so it's kind of hard to tell and do me. you fast and pray? Uh, kind of. I don't plan it. But I notice like when I have an important meeting or like a conversation or something, that I like lose my appetite a little bit. And then I, I don't eat as much as normal. And then uh, I'm able to like concentrate a lot more and be more aware, pick up more, you know, signs and stuff like that. Okay. But not Did on you purpose. know that if Jesus is already with you, why would you need to fast and pray if he's with you? No, I didn't know that, but... Uh, Did you know it was in the Bible? No. I didn't read it before, even though it was like there like three times. <laughs> so what? I know. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere, but I didn't see it before. But you used to be a street preacher. How are you going to preach and you didn't know that? <laughs> I guess that's the only one I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, five seconds. Who would you guys think about this? Look, knowing that when the Father is with, when Christ is with you, you don't need to be fasting. Why would you ever need to fast? 
when he's not with you. So how would fasting help it with just, if your body's telling you to eat for a reason, bad food? Oh, hold that thought, man. Let me take it here first, all right? Okay. Yes, sir. All right. I'm glad you guys are having an open discussion about this. This you got to start seeking understanding from God because God loves us. We're his children. We shouldn't be suffering like the children of Satan. Really? Okay. Jesse, like I said on my uh, passpoint, the, you know, what got me on to you is your JLP Savage Moments, which oh. isn't your page, but, you know, whatever. It works on out with him because that's booming. But um, what got me on to you was your JLP Savage Moments page. And Give me a favor. I, I don't want to get I, hold that. And we'll talk after to me. No, I wanna, no, no, no. I don't want to get I away wanna, from this ask conversation. Ask you, and we'll run out of time. actual question. Um, and um, my, the, the thing that, you know, that, that, that made me get <laughs> on to you. Come on, Jesse. Don't do me like that. <laughs> the, thing, the, the thing that put me on to you is how unbothered you are. How unbothered and how um, how positive you are. And you don't let anger or negativity get to you at all. And how did you develop that? And when did you start realizing that anger and negativity is only something that you can overcome in the moment that it happens? You know, regarding that, basically saying that don't hold on to it for a month. You, to me, you seem like... You, you, you're so unbothered when people, you know, make disrespectful well, once, comments. Once you forgive, and, God will forgive you, and he'll take the spirit of anger away from you. But, but, but my, question, my question to you is, 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 is how long did it take you to realize that? Just like that. that. Come here for me, buddy. Just like you, a magician or something? <laughs> this is my uh, great-grandson. What's your name? Liam. And how old are you? Six. <laughs> and so I have a great grandson. What a mess. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming up. <laughs> I don't feel that old. It doesn't make sense. I know, huh? I'm going to stop looking in the mirror. Okay. You want to say something? Okay, then I come. Yes. And then I want you to read. Uh, Ernest, you read John, right? Luke. Luke. Oh, I want you to read John for me. 3, verse 39. And then Kelly's going to read Romans 12, 21. And that's, I think that's enough for the Bible reading. Maybe one more. But all this is in the Bible. I've never seen it before. When I was relying on the physical teacher, I never saw this. And they never mentioned it in any of the churches that I'm aware of. Unless I went to church high and just didn't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what happened, right? (laughs) Okay. I just want to say um, a few things. Um, The lady was saying, you was asking her, is Jesus... um, the Holy Spirit, I think. Was that the question? No, she said that. I forgot what she said. <laughs> okay, well. She said that Jesus has not come yet, but we have the whole. Did you say the Holy Spirit is Jesus? I mean, 
Did you I, say that? Yes or no? Because of time only. Sure. Yeah. I. I, I Not sure. It's because I. Did it is separate. That? It's separate. The Helper. We have the Helper, the Holy Spirit. Is that Jesus? It's His Helper. It's not Jesus. It's oh, okay. Yeah. That's what she wants about it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, the Holy Spirit, when He began to teach me, is that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are one. They are one. But the reason why people, because to our minds. The Holy Spirit told you that God, yes, Jesus, and they are they're one. all one? They're one. When he, he, is that okay, in the Bible? They, he told you that in, in No, they are, they are one. And it says it in the Bible, too. That's that, when that, Abraham. They're all one. Abraham asked him, um, do you, he said, do you know the father? And Jesus said, if you would have known the father, you would have known me. Because you cannot know the father without knowing Jesus Christ. Right. And the reason being right. why you cannot know Jesus without, um, because they are one. And what so, does that mean to be one? They are one being. What does that mean? It means to be one entity. They are one entity. I know, but for a person that don't know what, let's say we have someone walking here that don't okay. know what that well, means. What does it mean to be one? Well, they they operate. They op they um operate as one. Okay, and 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 if you give me, I mean, let me give an example. It's just like a computer. You have a brain to the computer. You have a monitor, and you have a keyboard. And if any of those components is missing, you won't be able to operate that computer. It's kind of like God is the brain. Jesus is the keyboard. He's the word. And the Holy Spirit is the, the, the actual stream, the, the screen, meaning that he brings everything into on, existence. Man. Jesus, okay, so God is the brain. Without the brain, nothing else can operate. You have to have the brain of the computer. Jesus is the word. He's the keyboard. So everything that so the brain... So you're saying that Jesus is the Bible? I, I, I'm saying that they are one entity, and know, I'm saying they operate saying as Jesus, one. Right. Well, are you saying the word, we say Jesus is the word? Are you saying the Bible is the word, right? Yes. And so is the Bible Jesus? It's his word. It's who word? It's God's word, because it was given in the inspiration of, to the people right. who written it. But are you saying that the Bible is Jesus? No, I'm saying it's his word. Jesus, is Jesus? Jesus is the word. Yeah, he's oh, the word. Oh, Jesus is the word? He is the word. He didn't, he didn't come. I need a drink. <laughs> no, <I'm back>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying the Bible is Jesus because Jesus is the word. Yeah, he's, oh, okay. the, he's the word. All right. And then she, the, the other question that, um, was asked, it was something else that was um, said. Is Jesus coming back again? Yes. Is Jesus coming back? Is he going to come back as a person? No. As the Bible? No. As a spirit? He's coming back as the Bible says, Lord of Lord, kings of kings. And no, he that's will... Trump. No. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. <laughs> no, it says that... Um, <laughs> that's um, the wrong guy. No, I'm playing. Okay, um... Okay, and then it was asked that, um, oh, God, just slipped my mind. The question was asked. Um, well, let me do this because of time, and I want to I got, I want to end on time, and I want to okay. end with this fasting thing happening. Okay. Because I want people to really understand how simple God's ways are. Well, can I just say how um, Jesus, 
Oh, God, maybe it ain't meant for me to say it because it slipped my mind. Yeah, okay. If it come back, let me know. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, did you find that? 39. You didn't find it? Oh, I may, maybe so. Matthew Mark. Yeah. And listening to the Read what you're telling me. In the beginning, so John, that was the word. So John, John said, a person can receive only what is given from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I'm sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. Amazing. And Keller, would you do Romans twelve twenty one? Do not be mastered by evil, but master evil with good. Amazing. There was one other thing I forgot. What? And I made a note, oh, this is so good. Okay, while I'm looking for this, who had their hand? Franklin, did you have your hand? No? Did you really? Go ahead, buddy. Oh, I kind of, um, oh, sorry. No, right here first. Yeah, I told him I'd come back to him real fast, and then I got it in. I'd like to say that you don't need to look to Jesus or his words or the book itself to try to expand your knowledge because you want a greater relationship with God, because you feel that it isn't great enough, whenever all you have to do is overcome anger and the will of God will be placed within you and it will come naturally. And you won't be fooled into ignorance by dictating a presumption that you really don't know. All right, thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. My name is Brian Thompson. I'm an this alcoholic. Is your first time, Brian? Um, yes, yeah. This is your first time here? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. I uh, just kind of wanted to expand on what um, my friend over there was saying about how I think this time Jesus meant when he comes back, he uh, meant as an idea instead of more a person or more of a spiritual thing. Because uh, in my experience, Jesus, the word itself, isn't really a name. It's a title, and it stands for anointed. So by that logic, anyone could be Jesus. You could, you could, you could. Are you a Muslim? Mm, no. I'm an uh, atheist. What? Atheist. Atheist? Yes, sir. You're an atheist? Well, um, the way I live, I like to think that um, based on the meaning of words. So there's something called monotheism, which stands for like one oh, God. Uh, so an atheist, same, an atheist. You were to the same pot field. An atheist stands for atheist, <laughs> correct? Oh, okay. All right. Why well, just go over um, the words of it? What? Oh. Okay, let me come back to that. For, all right. But thank you for that, buddy. Sorry. We heard that already, though. You were late. Oh, okay. Right here. Who? Oh, okay. And then I'll come to you, sir. Thank you. Um, is this your first time? It is. Oh, uh, what's your name? Harry. Harry? Yeah. Like Prince Harry, Harry Potter. <laughs> like Harry Potter, Prince Harry. <laughs> whichever one. I'll take Welcome, their tax man. brackets, whichever one. I'll take That's them. right. I'll take whichever one. So, um, so fasting, speaking about fasting, I think that um, when Jesus said, uh, while the bridegroom is here, 
um, you know, you don't have to fast. And I think that when it says he's going to return, I think he's going to return in, the, in, like, in glory, in the flesh, um, to rule and reign forever. But I think until then, I think we should fast. And uh, through fasting, and well, I don't think... If he's with you now, why do you need to fast? Because he's with us uh, through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit um, makes us, like, Re, it's like reviving our, our spirit so that we can have eternal life. But we're still dwelling in this flesh. Um, and, and fasting is a way to, to defeat the flesh. Are you still subject to the flesh? Pardon me? Are you still subject to the flesh? Sub, no, we're not subject to the flesh, but because... And um, why we're not subject to it if you're a son of God? Why are you not subject to it? Well, just to try my best to explain, because I'm definitely not like a theologian, right? Um... But, but, but what I will say is that we still wage war against the flesh. Um, so as we wage war, there's different things, different tools that the Lord has given us to wage war. Prayer is one. The word of God, reading it is, is another. Uh, fasting is another. And, and, and if you fast, you will realize how it's effective. Um, fasting itself is a revelation because um, let's say you get a hunger pain but you don't listen to it. You fast. You choose not to eat. Something gets like, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm hungry. I need to eat. Your, your flesh is like, I need to eat. I need to eat. But then you, you, you tell your flesh to submit to your own will, and you say, no, you're not going to eat today. We're not eating today. We're doing this today. Um, and that's a revelation about conquering sin because every time there's an urge for us to lash out in anger, we're supposed to say, no, 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 no. We're not going to be angry. We're going to love. We're not going to be angry. We're going we're to pray. does that work when you say that? Pardon me? Does it work? Yeah, absolutely. And, and even for people who are fasting. So let me ask it, you, because of time, God said yeah. of ourselves we can do nothing, right? Yes. And of ourselves we know nothing. Absolutely. How are you waging a war against the flesh? With the Holy Spirit that he has empowered us to do, his word, so which is So is the, the Holy Spirit doing it or are you doing it? The Holy Spirit is empowering us to do it. Just like I don't know you, what that means quite. It's like uh, it's like plugging. It, I, I mean, I don't when you say, uh, hold on one minute. Yes, sir. Um, when you said the Holy Spirit empowers us to do it, absolutely. Are you working with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit working too? The Holy Spirit is working through us, and you're doing nothing about it, right? What we're submitting to to the Holy Spirit is what we're following. I'm, his, his well, will. I'm trying to feel, figure out though: Are you doing anything at all, or is the Holy Spirit doing the work itself he's, by itself? He's doing it through us. For example, and right? you're not doing anything, right? I can't. Say, I, it's hard. It's, it's because submission is is an act. Submission what? is a part of it, you know? What do you mean by that? Like listening, like, listening to the Holy Spirit and obeying it and following through. That's an action. Amen. That's a part of it. Oh, let Joel, Joel Black. Yeah. He, he didn't, what he's basically saying, what you say, is just endure. So you have that pain, you, you just endure? endure through it. He's not saying endure. Well, that's what he's trying to explain. You endure. You know that? What he's saying, like, what he's saying you deny, he, he's saying deny the flesh. But this that's what you so say. so much fun. He's saying, he saying deny the flesh, and that's what you say by enduring. When you endure, you deny the flesh. Is that what you mean? If, yeah, because that, that's paired up, but I wanted to be clear. Let him have the mic real fast. Um, I, I just wanted to be clear that um, in order for us to endure, in order for us to conquer the flesh, wage war in the spirit, you, you need to pray, have the Holy Spirit, fast, read the word, because the scripture is the sword. Um, and that's what helps us get through and we have to do it until he returns do you still have anger 
I have moments of anger, yeah. I, Are I you do. a Christian? There's, yes, born and again. And you still have moments of anger? Absolutely. Is anger of God or of no, Satan? No, it is. It is not of God. It is of the flesh. Is it and, and that of Satan? Yes. And so you serve Satan sometimes and God sometimes? No, it's not that you I... You say you have flare of anger, so when you are having those flares, and not, is that of God or of Satan? It's, it's any time that I, I walk according to the flesh, meaning... Like if the, for example, just like the fasting example, when you get hungry and you rush to go eat something, that's no, you submitting to your flesh. No, but answer because of time. Yeah. When you have those flares of anger, right. are you of Satan or of God then? To, to say that, no, it's, it, it's not that you're of, for, it's, but it's, Satan, it's not that you way. You do agree that anger is the nature of Satan, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so... And you said that you're a son of God. You've been born again, right? Absolutely. And yes. so how are you serving two gods? It's not that you serve two gods. It's that but you... how did God bring you into the kingdom with Satan's nature? Okay, so I, I really want to explain myself, if, if I can, you know? So if a person is born again, we are born in spirit, but our flesh is not redeemed yet. We're still in flesh. So we have to wage war against the flesh constantly because the flesh is constantly trying to, to take Who over. Who told you that? The scriptures. Oh. So <laughs> Paul, says, says, Paul that says that even after you are born again, you still have to rage war against the flesh? Absolutely. And, and Paul says that each morning, I, I, I what, what does he say? I uh, crucify my flesh daily. Okay. Um, so that's Let a daily thing. I'm so out of time, man, but Sorry. it's so good. Sorry. We'll pick up on this next week. Don't forget that point. Okay. Well, All right. Amen. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Sammy, you have something short to say, and nobody else raised your hand. Oh, Kelly got to read that. Did you find it, Kelly? Okay. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Um, I think that the devil, it, he's in everything. So he interprets the Bible to mean totally different things. And I think that Jesus, he's not going to come back. He's already with us. Um. And to believe that he's going to come back is a lie of the devil because you, you're looking for something that doesn't even exist. God is the only reality, and it's in this moment. So we already have everything we need. Why are we looking for something else? That's a lie. That's okay. A, that's what I mean, that's the Mexican car wife boy, <laughs> Samuel. Um, Kellen, uh, Roman twelve twenty one. I forgot what I, I wrote about it. I just wrote down the script. Yeah. Did you read it already? You read it already? Oh, I'm going to see now. Alzheimer's. Uh, uh, let me hear it again, Kelly. Do not be mastered by evil, but master evil with good. Oh, okay. Amazing. So let me just say this. When I read this about the bridegroom, did you have your hand in a while back? No, you. Yeah. Yeah. No? Uh, it's a serious question. Okay. Well, it's kind of personal. Can I talk to you about it after? And oh, it's private. Well, uh, all right. I, I'll do I mean, it on, if it's personal, do, you can't. We can talk. I'll about do. It. I'll do it on the mic. So, um, so I've been. See, she's getting emotional about it. But uh, so I, I played the Ouija board two days in a row, um, and uh, something is like. Like I can't. I used to. I I used to not. Like I used to not. Like you know, getting my thoughts and stuff. And right now, something's going on with me right now. Okay. 
Why are you crying? Some, something's going on with me right now. Like um, what? Uh, physical stuff. Hurt, like physical hurting. Um, physical my, what? My physical, like, like I'm hurting physically. Um, my thoughts are racing. I'm saying stuff that I shouldn't be saying, that I don't usually say. So I'm just trying to figure it out. Um, but I know that it's it's a it's spiritual warfare. I still re- recognize that. Um, it just so I just wanted to get your opinion on uh, how do I get this spirit out of me? What made you play the Ouija board? It's more than one spirit. Why do you say that? Why why do you say it? It's more Hold on, man. Tell your okay. There are like five trying to attack yesterday. And so what now? He couldn't freaking get up, and he was shaking. <laughs> and one of them possessed him, at least one, and completely changed him for, like, he didn't even know his best friend's name. And then, like, he came back, and he was shaking again, and, like, it's, like, destroying him. And, like, it's, I don't know where it got released, if it's all over my building. You don't know what, what what what's over your building? I didn't hear the last thing you said. I don't know where it got released. If it's um, just my apartment, if it's my entire building, if it's um, yeah, like I. Oh, so you think I, the spirit that's in him is all over the building? I think so. And I, why do you think that? What? Um, well, he felt it everywhere. What? Around the building until we left, and we were trying to come here, and there was like a like a voice telling him not to come here. And as he walked towards here, um, it, he his chest kept like he kept on hurting even more and getting headaches as he tried to come to church. Yeah, my my heart's my heart's been beating super fast this whole time I've been here. I've been you trying. Your heart would beat super fast. It's still beating fast. It's been it's been beating fast. I've been. And, I, and you I, think it's doing that because you were possessed? I think, I think that I believed in, I believed in it, and I stopped believing in God. So I'm trying to take a step back. I'm not messing with that thing anymore. Believe me, that I'm not messing with that thing anymore. Um, but uh, I think it's because I believed in it, and then I stopped believing in God. Uh, but my thoughts, I, 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 I learned it from you, Jesse. You, you, you said it, you know. Um, you know, ignore all thoughts. All thoughts are lies. But right now, I'm believing every single thought. But suppose you believe in a lie now. Huh? Suppose you believe in a lie now. See, see, look, I, I don't... That's it. Someone I, told you the Ouija board is... I, I, I know what I, it is, but I never see one in person. I just saw it on TV. Uh, but let's just say someone told you, oh, you play the Ouija board, you get possessed, right? And because you believe that... It seems that it happened because you believe Satan with it. Suppose it's not true. You just believe a lie. Okay. Uh, is I, that possible? It it is. It is. It, it's definitely. It's. I know that it's. It's all about that. I'm just believing it. I'm believing in these yeah. in my thoughts. But it's so hard. It's been so difficult. See, I, <clears throat> I, I, I don't cry. I don't cry. I don't cry. It's just been so hard. To not believe in my thoughts right now, and I and I was doing it so well, but after this thing, I'm believing in every single thought, and I don't want to do that. But 
Is it possible you believe in a lie that it's not real, but Satan is making you think that, so you're acting out? Yes. So why don't you go go back to the silent prayer? Yes, that's what I'm going. That's what I'm yeah, going to do. Yeah, listen. If you want me to put the cross on you or something? No, no, no. no. Thank you. This is actually finally I laugh. Finally I laugh. I haven't laughed in two days. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> if ever you need it but listen don't make it a big deal go back to the silent prayer so God can bring you back out of the darkness alright yes, because yes, if yes. you be- say you can only make make this work if you believe it mm-hmm. and look like you're just believing it and so and the more you believe he's going to make you think it's really happening if you say, oh, the, this spirit is all around the building, right? If you believe it, then you're going to hear the building, the spirit around the building. But and yes. it can be all lies. You're going to act out. We shouldn't make light of the yes. You know how, what I mean? How do all we... Hold on. So what now? How, how do we get them to leave his body? By doing the silent prayer. Only God can do that. And does it, does it stay in the house? No, it doesn't have to stay in the house. Once you come back to the Father, you'll be fine. All right. You can tell it to leave it or go. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do the silent prayer last night. And Why not? It. Because I was believing in it. I was believing in it. I was yeah. believing in the... I don't, even like, I don't even want to say the name of the game anymore. It's, what made you play it? That's, that's an amazing question. Um, I don't know. Were you high or something? <laughs> No, no. You went on pot when you did it. I had a couple beers in me. That's that's for sure. But you had smoked in a pot. Or no, no, oh, I okay. haven't. I haven't. I stopped smoking weed. It's been like a week. You know, it's been like a week, week and a half. That's what, <laughs> so what did you say? It's been like a week, week and a half. Um, so I haven't. I stopped smoking weed. I'm done. Like a week a and a half. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I I quit. I quit it. All right. Well, let me talk to you after this, you guys. All right. Both you and your wife. Okay. Oh, right. she's not my wife. Well, how do you know so much about it? <laughs> I, we, we both played it. What? We both played it. She's what? just She's my girlfriend. We both played it. Oh, you both played it? Yes. Oh, I see. And did the spirit get inside of you, too? No, but I did just feel it. Um, like, I felt like a hot, like, tingling on my arms. But um, I didn't, yeah, didn't have it. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. All right. Well, I'll, you want, I do... You want me to put the cross on you? No, you, no, 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 no. Why are y'all laughing? Yes, yes, please. You could do the cross and it works. Yes, please. So you want, you want to try that? An exorcism? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll do it right after the meeting. All right? Right after the meeting. Okay. Uh, so don't worry about it. We'll take care of that. Oh, devil. Okay. So let me tell you this in closing. When I read this, I realized, I remember when I was a kid about fasting and praying and when the father, I remember when I was a kid, uh, my father used to come visit us from uh, Indiana down to Alabama. Um, And when my father would come, before my father would come, I would feel lost and empty. I had that yearning for him. And when he would come, it was like everything was fine. Everything was fine, right? The emptiness was gone and everything. But then when he would leave again, all of a sudden I feel empty. He would go back up to Indiana. My mother married my stepfather before I was born, so I would be born out of wedlock just for my enemies. But um, 
when you become a son of God, and so when I forgave my father for not being there, we worked that out. I'm not empty anymore anyway. But when you become a son of God, the father is with you, and everything you need is there. You can see, you have peace, your life is opening up, it's unfolding, you have no doubt, no fear, no worry, and so when you like that, you don't need to be fasting. You only need to fast and pray when it's, that is missing. But when you're in the light, the light is everything. It's life, it's love, it's love, it's life, it's everything. And so if you're at peace and nothing is missing, what are you fasting for? And that's why these disciples asked Christ, you know, we're fasting, and these other folks fasting, but the folks that are with you are not fasting. Why is that? Because I'm with them. So they don't need to do it because they have everything, right? When you come back to the Father, it's going to be like that for you as well. And as far as fighting the ego spirit, which is of Satan, you can't fight that spirit. It's a spirit. That's why people committed suicide. They're jumping off bridges. They're judging themselves because they've been told, oh, you could stop yourself from being an alcoholic. You could stop yourself from doing drugs or you could stop yourself from cheating on your wife or whatever, right? You can't stop yourself. It's a spirit. It's the nature of Satan. It's Satan's spirit that made a home in you and it feels like you, but it's not you. But once you are born again of God, what God does, he changed the heart from hate to love, which is his nature. And then once he changed your nature, then he will fight the spirit of Satan for you. Because it's two spirits going against each other. Until you are born again of love, the, the ego spirit, which is Satan, is subject to the flesh. The flesh is subject to it. But once you are born again of God, that spirit, which is the ego spirit, which is Satan, is subject to God now. And he will fight your battle for you. There's nothing you can do about it. So when you judge yourself, oh, I want to stop doing this. I want, all you're doing is judging yourself and you're digging a hole for yourself. You're still playing God. But once you are born again of God, you stop judging yourself. You literally have everything. The Father is home and all is well. And you start to you get further and further away from the darkness of your imagination. You become a living being again. You just be, and life is unfolding for you. And so that's what it means. If God is with you, why do you need to fast? What are you praying for if you have everything? You have life. You have love. You have peace. All your needs are met. Your, your life is working. What are you fasting for? You only need to fast if you don't have God. Anybody, you understand that? Does that make sense a little bit? She said no. Yeah, right, right here first. I'm telling you, of yourself, you could do nothing. And so, if Daddy is home, why are you praying for Daddy to come home? You're already home. Yes. I would think that the reason why I would fast is for my unsaved family, um, those that um, we need to enter. I would that ask for prayer, and I can intercede for them. Because they're not in a position where but they can do it. But we can't intercede or pray for them because we know not what to pray for, not even for ourselves. All our prayers are in vain. 
Well, like if and, they're going and that's why we have the Holy Spirit to pray for us. Because that's uh, and then how then how are we showing brother? Uh, uh, how are we showing uh, love towards others by not hating? But but you don't because judge I, your fellow but, man. But there's there should be action behind it. If someone's going through something and just like the brother over here, you know, they're going through that demonic spirit. Then, then how are we not interceding for them through prayer, through fasting? Well, when you are of love of God, you wish everybody, even your enemy, well, and that is prayer. You want God's will to be done for them because you don't know what God's will is for them. So you know what, God, let your will be done for them. I wish them well. You don't hate them. Yeah, but I think, I don't know. That's, that, I mean, it's just, I think there should be an action behind it. What type of action do you need? If well, of yourself because, you can do nothing, I can't just say, and you know not what to pray for. What kind of action do you need? Because if someone's um, down and out, they're not. You, they don't have what you have, and they're. You mean like they hungry or something? Maybe hungry, maybe oh, whatever it could. I be. thought you meant something else. So if somebody's hungry, you're saying you should take them some food. That's an action, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah, and and pray. You know, yeah, intercede for them somehow. That's that. I think that's a form of it. Of interceding, taking them food or giving them just what, meeting them where they're at because they might not have what we have. What we you when know. you say that, what do you mean, like material things? Um, just affection or just encouragement affection. or yeah, you know, encourage, well, affection. Affection could just mean like a hug. God or doesn't I'm here even for you. give you affection at all to someone that might need it because they're not. Well, they're maybe they're in the fallen state, so they might need that little. Hey, I'm here for you. Um, this just show that that you know we are to love our neighbors, right? And, and what is show, that? To love our neighbors. And, and what does that mean? Well, what you do to the least of them, you're doing it unto me. That's what God. But what says. does it mean to love your neighbor? It's to, um, well, of course, you know, not to hate on them, right? And not to judge them, right? Right. And yeah. then when you don't judge your neighbor, when you don't hate them, you love them. Yeah. That's all that means. Right. And we, I don't, we, I'm not going to, if I see someone in need, obviously we we see that all the time. We're not there they, trying to. A lot of people are faking it. Yeah. There's yeah. a guy that over at the post office, he sit out there every day begging for money. He get buku money. Mm-hmm. He had his truck down the road. Yeah. He had a beautiful pickup truck, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day I was driving out Pico and looked over. There he is in a beautiful car. He's like, hey, Jesse. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, where you get that car from? Oh, I bought this for my grandson, but he didn't want it. So I thought I'll just keep the car. And he's over there looking like a bomb. He has a bicycle and everything. He's doing better than you. Yeah. And me. Yeah, that's right. That's you know right. what I mean? Yeah. See, Saint, this is the bad teaching that's been going on. Saints have taught us what was through other people. And if you listen to his voice, he's talking to you too. He, you will see a bomb on the street. And you're like, say, oh, you're a Christian. Go over there and get him some money. And you run over there and get him $10 and feel so good about it. And the bomb will take it and go and buy a new car. <laughs> but if you're not living like that, you'll see what to do and what not to do. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I just, I just think that um, some people... D- I mean, although we're far away from them or something, and we just love on, we want to love on them, we just ask the Lord, you know. What just, do you mean love just, on them? I mean, okay, because they're family, and we are to show, you know, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but you're not physically there with you. They're not physically there with you where you could just, 
you know, just have fellowship like we're doing now. Right. And so, you know, they're far away. You pick up the phone. If, if maybe they don't, you know, have means to whatever, whatever the reason is. But we, I we, still, because they're family, I think of them and I just, you know, I just ask the Lord to protect them or something like that. Or so. Ask God, let his will be done. For yeah. Them. Yeah. When I think of my family, especially those that don't want to hear the truth, I'm like, oh, what a mess. <laughs> I think of them like, wow. Oh. What are they doing? They're probably still messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me remind myself to stay away. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, see, what you don't know is that God is not an emotional God. He's not into all that love on stuff, right? He is dispassionate. Satan is an emotional God. A false one, but emotional. And all this emotion stuff that's being pushed and loving on is not from God. You'll be hugging it, loving on the devil. You know what I mean? That's why you walk in the light and not in the darkness. And you will see what you do. Okay. It's so simple, folks. I don't know else how to make it for you. Do the silent prayer. Yes, ma'am. Do you disagree with any of this? Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But everyone has their entitled to their own opinion. Did you, did you go and forgive your mother? Yeah. You went and forgave your mother? Because uh, she's going to be who she is regardless of what I do. So yeah. I just have to accept it for what it is and keep on going. Did you go and forgive her though? Yeah. What did you say to her? Yeah, I don't, res- I don't have no resentment towards her. And, you know, she lived the way she lived and that's it. And, and you I, forgave we went her? through what we went through just because it's going to build who we are. You, you forgave her? Yeah. And did you forgive your father for not protecting you from her? Oh, no. I love my dad. Oh, good. Yeah, no. Good. Yeah. And so, what did your mother say when you told her, I forgive you? Nothing. She was being herself. Meaning she disregarded it. Oh, good. Yeah. She doesn't have to accept it. God will forgive yeah, no. you when you Yeah, whether her. she accepts it or not, that's I'm the right. one who says it. So, as long as I'm saying it, it that's more like what matters. She accepts it, she accepts it. Do you live with it, her? Oh, no. good. Yeah, can't. stay far away. Yeah, I can't. I have to love her from afar. That's right. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> That's right. Um, I got to end, but hold your thought for it, and you'll tell me after this, okay? Any questions about this fasting thing? Any disagreement about the fasting? Okay. Yes. And, and nobody else asked a question. Okay, so you said something about walking in the light and staying in it. So how exactly do you do that? Because I have forgiven my mother, and I told her, the thing you told us to say when you're forgiving your parents. But I still find myself getting angry. Are you doing a silent prayer? Yes, I do well, it every day. It's only because you're still, you're subject to your thoughts, your imagination. It's true. And so you don't see the thoughts coming yet. You don't see them all. But don't judge yourself when you get angry. Satan makes you think, you know what, you have not forgiven. If you believe that lie, you believe another lie and another lie, and then he makes you jump off the bridge. Don't worry about it. You're growing. Once you're born of the spirit, you're a little baby. And so like of the flesh, you're a little baby, right? And so you're growing. Just be patient with yourself. And if you do fall into that sometimes, just don't make a big deal of it. Don't judge yourself. Just brush it off. Like, wow, that was silly. And move on with your life. And then God is with you and he's separating you from the darkness because he's destroying that ego. So don't worry about it. Are you doing a silent prayer? Yeah, I do it um, in the morning when I wake up and right before I go to bed. Good. Stay with that. 
And whatever Satan tells you, your thoughts, all lies. All thoughts are all lies all the time. Oh, okay. No such thing as a true thought. Just know that you, you've been living in them for so long, and so you believe one, and you didn't see it coming. But eventually the light will shine on it more and more and more. That's why God said, bring all thoughts into captivity. My children should know me by my voice. My voice is a voiceless voice, and Satan talked to you. Satan read the Bible. He interpreted the Bible. He'll tell you that you hate your mother. Don't believe it. All right? Okay, be yourself you. with your mother. Don't judge her. And you'll be fine. Okay. What you said was very true, by the way, and it, it resonated with me. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, um, do the silent prayer. Ask God to show you. You know, it's okay to say, you know what? Show me what I can't see. And he'll show you. It's nothing like what you've been taught. It really isn't. You've been taught by intellectuals, preachers who go to school, who get Bible lessons and stuff, and they are teaching you knowledge, but they have no understanding at all. They have not. Hold on, buddy. If you want to go to a real church, come to mine. I agree. I agree. I agree. No. I I'm not going to let you lie to my children like that. Okay. No. Hold on, y'all. Yeah. Hold on, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. Speak up, but don't resent. You'll be fine. All right? Forgive. Once you forgive, you wake up. That's it. God will do the rest. All right? He'll change you. We can't do anything of ourselves. We are a spirit, and the spirit that made a home in us from anger is a spirit. There's nothing we can do about it. So just be aware. Don't judge yourself, and you'll be fine. All right? Thank you all so much for tuning in. I, um, it was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, do we have an announcement for this week? Uh, ladies form this Thursday night at 7 p.m. for ladies only. All right? At 7 p.m. And th- we'll do the Super Chats and D-Lives tomorrow on the radio show. And thank you for your support. Uh, thank you for your support, folks, at Barn. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, ring the bell, and all that good stuff. All right? And thank you all yes, as well. Question for all of us. If we want to call into the live radio station, what time do we got to call in before we start getting the You should start tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. Just keep just keep trying until you get through. I mean, because people are calling the show even before we even open up the show. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Yeah, just keep trying. It's all right. Okay. So, Joel coming with the bucket. James has the credit card. And I'm going to welcome the first time. End it clearly to them one more time. Because you clapped and then you talk more. So end it for the people watching. I got to repeat all that? <laughs> no, just end it. Just say thank you guys for joining. Oh, thank you guys for joining. All right. People were applauding so you didn't hear. Thank you so much. We are having a women's forum this Thursday night for ladies only. First Thursday night for men only. Sunday morning for everybody. Thank you for your donations. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, tweet, share ring the bell, and all that good stuff, all right? And so for those who don't accept this, I understand it. 
Just suffer and die. I understand it. No sweat off my back. All right? But go to the Father. Go and forgive. Before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive. You're not going to get in until you forgive. All right? So thank you all again. I appreciate it. So let me...